0: Praise the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Thank God that we are living in this age, this time, and uh, we know more than generations that came before that we are at the very end of the church age, and that puts particular emphasis on our faith and so many things, but be of good cheer, Jesus has overcome, hallelujah. Let's uh, worship him as we prepare our hearts to receive our uh, midweek uh, teaching, feeding, etc. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, we love you. We worship and adore You. Glorify Your name in all the earth. Glorify Your name. Glorify Your name. Glorify Your name in all the earth. love you, we worship and adore you, glorify your name in all the earth, glorify your name, glorify your name, glorify your name. In all the earth. Spirit, we love you. We worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify Your name in all the earth. Hallelujah, we worship You. Ma che bevredi e sebrende, la brada palma raffrande. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. O ne prefe disto crucemente li barande, du sombre ti frede che le Ebabala ramba si catarama Oh, we worship you, Lord. Repara zabra la barbarande riandoros carondo. Hallelujah. Braja candara babayante. Oh, Mantecere balmero sundoros que prefe viente. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Repabalma refreste, frivedo, repara balende. Hallelujah, prazile brende kebarieste. Hallelujah, manda cras dere bere vietere storozure calbiriente. Hamashanda ra belle belebrente. Blessed be the name of the living God. Hallelujah, la prazababala ra calbarazere belde. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Rapasa prabal fraval hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Ruse prabal ambre sorokura paradiende, hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Mantara barbira karma Pralmata, prabalite boroko Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, hallelujah. Glory, mandara, sere, balara, palere, supra, la, balma, rafra, la, worship you, hallelujah, Lord. So, prosibbe, prentere printere, bara, bara, katama. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, glory to your holy name, glory to your holy name. Glory glory, 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 separada barabal bara casa balmara pas serebel worship you, Lord, hallelujah, maza brandebelmers de, thank you, Father, thank you, Lord, apai para casa variantante bra manapa ziperibelme de frevehi Brada casa malmambra visto <Sessing> poro cuciprobulo de crepeli de barabasaba balabarama secanda. Jabras da branca balma taprasico de bronto. Brante Paramar bala la crassa <Sessing> palbidi fele de balma. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Racazico supreste prefefe pelle crese cetecele bosunto. Worship you, Lord Rabari carabar calabrasa la branda la grassa, canta la balma. branda bridi, crusu cute crisi, bel betu carise, bral marisa prusto. Fra baracandare mi pala la praste. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, mana cral bala braba bal maravranda la bracca sanda raberiante rebocoro suntorobolmo. Alleluia jababa rabba da bal crassa bravanda. para sambal la bracca santerebele Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, la bracamal Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Worthy, 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 worthy. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy to receive glory and honor and thanks. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Lord, we join the hosts of heaven that worship you, particularly them that are around your throne that worship you and cease not. Without rest, we worship you, Lord. We join them in the privilege of worshiping the Holy One, our Father. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Oh, as it is written, worship you, Lord, that night and day they rest not. prakasta Thank, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are our Father. Our Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. And the Lord Jesus at your right hand, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. And mighty Holy Spirit who has shown us all of this, living on the inside of us, We worship you. We worship you. We welcome your mercy here. We welcome your help in this place today. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. By faith, we call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you thanks in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, wonderful Jesus. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's uh, go to our uh, previous opening over there that we had read the other day in Revelation the third chapter, and um, we'll just read there. There's a lot of things that are in these verses that may sound very scary and You know, uh, you should be able to approach the Scriptures, particularly the book of Revelation, with a certain level of reverence for clarity in the Word of God, so that you don't misinterpret it and get yourself and others into trouble. Praise God. So, notice here in verse 2, it says, Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Hallelujah. Remember therefore how thou hast received, and heard, and hold fast, and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come on thee, or upon thee. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. And then the fourth verse, Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Praise God. Let's probably hear these verses in Canada, from 2 to uh, 4.
1: Icchara wagiru, sayu vadakke balapadisu. Yakandare Devara Munde inna kriye gulu sampurna nanu karna lilla. Aadadare inda ninu hundidannu kerdidannu nena pige tandukondo adannu bigiagi hididuko, manusan tarapadu, ninu icchara wagiladik dare karanu baruvante nanu inna mele baruveno, nanu yawa gadi geelli inna mele baruveno adu ninage tidiedu. Thank you, Jesus. You
0: can see that these things are written to the churches because the next verse talks about he that has an ear. That's verse 6. Let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. So there are scriptures in the book of Revelation that deals with the church age and then another age begins after the church is taken out of the earth and then you see the throne of God in chapter 4 and then you see verses that are so, um, how can I say, dynamic and uh, strange and uh, very full of all kinds of evil and at the same time wrath of God and all of that, and so those things are not written to the church. Those are written to those who will be here on the earth after the church is taken away. Praise God. The Lord Jesus has given us that great hope, that precious hope. And then towards the end, you see the heavenly Jerusalem and uh, the kingdom being established. To Jesus turns everything over to his Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. His Father is greater than Him. And you see the true plan of God for the ages being unveiled. But um, it's amazing that these things that we are going to be reading are written to the church. Hallelujah. So um, you will see there from the third verse, remember how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent or change your mind uh, with reverence to God. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. So there is this uh, tendency to feel that um, you know we are definitely going with Him, and and that's true. Praise God, because the head is already gone, and the body will follow, and that's all. In the grace of God, in the church age, it's called the mystery, the rapture of the church. All of those things are included there, and so, thank God, we are going in Jesus' name. However, it should not surprise us uh, as per the season uh, where he's going to come. You know, if you go to certain believers, even, they, they will tell you that... Uh, You know, we cannot know when he's coming. People have always said he's coming. Believers say that, and so nothing special about it. And uh, here you see that it's a lack of maybe reading the Bible, if not even studying it. If you just casually just be reading it, certain things will come out just in the reading of it. That if you shall not watch, I will come on thee. You know, keep your eyes open Uh, as far as God is concerned, live your life in a way that you are awake to these realities, awake to God, awake to righteousness. You are not just living among the dead. Hallelujah. Pretending to be like everybody else, because a believer is not like everybody else. We are not of this world, even as he is not of this world. So Don't be cheated. Don't be conned of that reality. And the more conscious you are of the fact that you are not of this world, will make you uh, more and more open to consider that he's coming and be watchful, prayerful, and go about the things that concern his coming, especially now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear verse 3 again in Kannada just for... That emphasis
1: since we don't have a direct translation, praise God. Hallelujah. So you
0: can see that if you were the one who was, you know... Um, a relative of somebody who had died, say, maybe three, four hundred years ago, and then you came looking through the family tree, and you found out that that was your relative, and he was a believer, and he did great things in Christ, and then he passed on like three hundred, four hundred years ago, and you're from that same family, and then you get saved. And praise God, you realize all these things and you decide to make an impact and do what you were also created to do because that man served God and went. Served in his generation and went on with God. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Wouldn't you also now begin to be more aware of that fact, more careful about it? Yes, it makes sense. So we should not forget that this is how we are called to live. Whoever you see uh, talked about in this great book of ours is related to us. They're our brethren. <laughs> Hallelujah. They're not just some stranger. And you're going to be shocked when you see them face to face. And you say, wow, that's, that's Jonah and that's Noah and, and that's Jesus. Wow. These people are more real than what you can see and feel around here. Thank you, Jesus. So that's why we are constantly having to remind ourselves that this is not our final reality. And this place should not define us. Hallelujah. We should not be defined by the things around us that we can see in this natural realm. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, writing to the church in the book of Ephesus, which is among those churches that were addressed to in the book of Revelation 3, in Ephesians 5, Paul, writing to the church there, said in verse 14, Wherefore he saith, Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Uh, plenty in there, but then notice. A hint of caution, verse 15. See then that you, work, you walk circumspectly, uh, not as fools, but as wise. So what is circum- circumspectly? It means walking wisely. Hallelujah. Not as a fool. Praise God. If you knew that you were found at the exact time of the end of all the church age, end of that complete age of the church, what would happen? You would realize that you're running out of time and that you should make some wise choices. Hallelujah. And walk in a certain way, live in a certain way, have a certain outward uh, lifestyle and certain kind of uh, works, you could call them, you see. Not as fools, but as wise. Praise God. That's the reason. And then verse 16 tells us more about that wisdom, redeeming the time because the days are evil. That is part of the wisdom that we'll have to be careful about, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Time must be valued and used properly for the right things. Thank God that you know, time is ticking away. I'm glad that it's ticking away because it makes us closer to his coming, thank God. But at the same time, we have to be sure that the time that we have, we will will give an account of it. Praise God. You say, uh, where do you get that from? Let's go to the book of Psalms, and then we will read there the 90th Psalm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Notice how... Boring and humdrum we can sound on Wednesday and then very loud and boisterous probably on Sunday. Hallelujah. And that's all great because, um, (laughs) you know, hey, praise God. In case you like to listen and study your Bible some more, you can. So there in the 90th Psalm, it's written there. Verse 11, who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So there is, you know, uh, definitely there's, there's some things about God that are beyond the natural realm. He's, he's a God of anger, he's a God of judgment and wrath and all of that. And the wrath of God is going to be seen on the earth very soon. They haven't seen anything else. What they saw so far was Satan... Acting as though he were God, causing all kinds of troubles, and people are attributing it to God. God did this, God did that. No, you haven't seen God yet. (laughs) That's just coming. So these people had an idea what the wrath of God was like, and so they said in verse 12, Teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. In other words, they knew that they're going to face God and, uh, you know, there are things that we have to be careful about because you're actually going to meet the person who's known as the awesome God. Sometimes just vocabulary of the time makes us use words very flippantly, very lightly. For instance, awesome! That's awesome! Actually, there's, there's no one awesome but Him. Everything else is just... Nothing compared to him. So, you know, sometimes we also talk like that. And once in a while I get to remind myself that, man, can't just use that word anyhow. (laughs) You're going to face the awesome God. Hallelujah. But this book brings him to us. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. Hallelujah. So, since... Time has been given to us. The clock was put on the minute you stepped on the planet. And then particularly after you got saved, another clock came on. And God works with times and seasons. Praise God. And so Jesus himself came during a particular time. You want him to come now. Uh, Thank God for that desire, but he came during a particular time. He had to obey a certain timeline and time limit and dispensation. And once that time is over, that's it, it's over. Hallelujah. So we must be aware of time ticking away. Tick, tock, tick, tock, or tick, tick, tick. Hallelujah. (laughs) And how real it is that you have been given a certain amount of time. You have one day. You don't have a guarantee of tomorrow. Yesterday's over, and we have one day. So teach us to number our days. Why? That we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So that we could, uh, from within, uh, from uh, our hearts, our deep thoughts, our imaginations, begin to choose uh, accordingly, knowing that we are going to face Him. Thank you, Jesus. So there we go that's where we got that verse from maybe we can read uh
1: psalm ninety verse eleven and twelve also Kannada first
0: <inaudible> hallelujah so thank god for you know e s p n and All the football and cricket and, you know, Olympics that nations spend so much money on and time on. Praise God. We, in the midst of all of that, have to handle our time properly. Glory to God. So back in Ephesians 5, let's read maybe 16 also in Canada. Mm. The days are evil. We're living in those times where they don't want the distinction between the ones that God gave. Notice that God gave certain distinctions that any fool should be able to know that a male is a male and a female is a female. But they want us to fudge those lines and say that we don't know whether we're male or female. We have to judge by how we feel. Isn't that interesting? How you feel at that moment, you may be male. If you don't feel like that, you may be female. You, or you may be just some plasma out there. Ha ha, the days are evil. Praise God. You don't have to you know, scratch and look around too much. It's right there sometimes blatantly in your eyes things that are happening in the news. My, my, never has so much happened in such a short period of time. Catastrophes, disasters, wars, famines, pestilences, floods, earthquakes, just name them, one after the other, happening almost simultaneously sometimes across the whole globe at the same time. And the Bible declares that the earth will be like a, Drunken man, he's just staggering because he can't handle it anymore. It's time he's getting over. A new dispensation is coming, praise God, where Jesus will sit on the throne and will reign and rule from Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And you and I are trusting to be there ruling and reigning with him. Hallelujah. That's coming and it's called the millennial reign where Jesus rules for a thousand years. And so we are the very last few years before that time. So the earth is having birth pangs for that time, preparing to deliver the earth into that time, praise God. So we are in those evil times, those times of birth pangs and all kinds of, you know, right being called wrong and wrong being called right. People have lost complete clarity. They cannot see just beyond their noses hmm, so funny. Therefore we are told in verse 17, "Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So that's what we are here for to in the middle of all this understand the will of the Lord. Hallelujah, be wise, make some wise decisions, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, be filled with the spirit. So we are called to be gorging ourselves on spiritual things. Hallelujah. Not gorging ourselves on the natural, even though we have a natural part of us which needs fulfillment and cries out for satisfaction and, you know, goes with the old song. I can't get no satisfaction. Hallelujah. And so on. It's there. You know, people made songs about it because it was there. There was a cry for satisfaction over and over and over going on. Hallelujah. But we are the ones who have been enlightened, who have received the new birth. Hallelujah. And the old man, the old spiritual man has passed away. Praise God. He's dead. And the Rita, you know, took care of him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> And so we will not be drunk or gorging ourselves with wine, the wine of this world, the excesses of this world, but to be filled, gorging ourselves with the things of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, it talks about speaking. So one of the main things that you're going to stand before God about, I'm going to stand before God about us with the use of my words. And I have to examine and give an account of every word. Hallelujah. And uh, particularly the words that were powerless, the words that did not really contain any spiritual impact or power, that were just wasteful, that were lazy, and had no real content that God would love. Praise God. There's a lot in there. And so we don't want to sound weird. And so strange, although we are strangers, hallelujah, we don't want to be weird. Praise God. You are a stranger, I'm a stranger. We're just passing through. We need to remind ourselves, a daily alarm should ring, I'm not from this world. This is not my home. This world cannot define me. This is not where it ends. I'm going home one of these days. Hallelujah. So, there it goes to giving thanks, verse 20, always for all things. So, the mouth used in thanksgiving to God, thanksgiving to our Father, the name of the Lord Jesus coming out of our lips, submitting ourselves one to another in the fear of God. Hallelujah. You know, on Sunday we heard, uh, like Brother Anoop said, there's something very interesting. He said that there are things you want to hear, but... You need to also know what you need to hear. Amen. Sometimes we don't want to hear things, but we need to hear them. Hallelujah. And so here we are on the planet, and we are called to submit ourselves one to another in the fear of God. That means with reverence to God, the way God is saying it. Hallelujah. And then there's wives and husbands and all of that, children and family And all of that, it goes in there. We are the church. And therefore, it says in 24, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands. Husbands, love your wives. It goes on like that. 27, that he might present it unto himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So the the result is we want to be without blemish. We, We are moving towards a place of being holy, living in a certain outward manner that is visible, that can be seen from a conviction that what God said is true and with reverence and respect to that, we want to present ourselves to Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Verse 27, maybe in Canada, would be nice now.
0: Praise God. So that's what it's all about. That one of these days, we're going to say, I'm present. Right here. Hallelujah to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. But one of these days, we're going with the body itself. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I believe you're going to be part of the crowd that actually enjoys the quickening, high-voltage quickening of the Spirit of God where our bodies will be suddenly transformed and transfigured to be just like His body. His glorious body, hallelujah. That surge of power will just come right through our every cell and molecule and quicken us and glorify us. Just like Jesus was glorified on the Mount of Transfiguration in in Matthew 17. He shone, His clothes shone, His face shone. He just began to shine like the sun. Glory to God, hallelujah. That is the kingdom. That is you and I. That is our hope that we're going to be shining like that one of these days. Just like that. Hallelujah. Praise God. The redemption of our mortal bodies. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Till that moment we have certain redeeming to do. Our souls have to be redeemed. Praise God. Our bodies will be redeemed that day. Thank God, but our souls have to be bought back, redeemed. Time has to be redeemed, therefore. Praise the Lord. We need to take stock of our time and use it preciously so that we can give them account on that day. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? Hallelujah. So if, if I can say it without giving you unnecessary scares, If God were to look at your time schedule, your expenses, your words, what you used your day for, would he be able to say that you used it for Jesus or you used it for your own comfort and your own pleasure? Very interesting thoughts. That's for all of us to ponder about. Amen? So um, thank you, Jesus. That at least we have today and we can pray for such wisdom. Amen. Okay, now let's go back into... I believe we've read Ephesians 5, uh, 17, have we? No? Praise God. Let's see if we can read 17 in Canada.
1: (inaudible) Mm,
0: Hallelujah. So we're not going to gorge ourselves... In the little time we have on the things of this world, but we are going to love God and spend our time. You know, not strange, weird people in that sense, but knowing that we are strangers, that this thing is not (laughs) going to be the same. If you see the way Afghanistan suddenly changed, you know things can change overnight. Israel was born overnight. A nation was born overnight. God just needs, you know, a couple of hours and everything can change. Hallelujah. It's going to be just like that. Just like that. He's going to come for us. Amen. So we are living at the very edge where things are changing very quickly. And so time has become very powerful and essential and valuable. And we need to look at it properly and look at it from heaven's perspective. It's a gift given to us, these 24 hours that you have in a day. Praise God. So, Lord, teach us. That was their prayer. Teach us to apply our hearts to wisdom. Teach us, teach us Lord, your way of doing things, your way of choosing. Amen. And that's the heart that we have come with. Amen. Now, let's go back to Revelation again. And it's Bible study, so you know, we go over similar scriptures for some time. Revelation 3, notice verse 3 Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Notice. There is a mention of time there, you know, an hour, uh, 12th part of the day, and so on. You know, daytime had 12 hours, and so the 12th part of it, let's just say times, you know, certain specific times. He says, uh, if you know how to repent, if you know how to hold fast to what you've heard, that will be equivalent to watching. Watching, that means Repenting, changing your times, uh, your uh, appreciation of time and season, and adjusting yourself, checking what you are hearing and going over what you're hearing hmm. then you can tell uh, the season in which he's coming. praise God, you can not be taken by surprise. you can be among those who say there I knew he was coming. hallelujah and just be in that great cloud. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then verse 4 says, Thou hast a few names. So there are names, and he is noticing people and their names and their conduct. He says, Even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. Somebody were to ask you, Where is Sardis? You know, you just give a kind of rough idea. It's just like that. Bangalore? Where is Bangalore? And... uh, what what's that? You know, but there were real people there like you and me. Hallelujah. And eventually, their memory is not on the planet, but there's a God who remembers. Hallelujah. Even if nobody knows about Sardis, he knew about Sardis. It was real. He created that place. He created the earth to be inhabited by certain people. Their times, their seasons, their boundaries were all appointed by him on purpose, that they may seek after him. Hallelujah. For in him we live and move and have our being. Praise God. So he has all these things planned purposely and put us on the planet purposely in certain locations. Praise God. And he knows our names. He says, there are names in Sardis which have not defiled their garments. So those who say, why are you doing all this? Why are you just acting like this and all? God is watching, that's why. Amen. Therefore, we don't do certain things or we do certain things. Praise God. Not defile their garments, that's the external part. And they shall walk with me in white for they are worthy. Praise God, we're all born again. Thank God we're all worthy. The blood has made us worthy. But he's talking here about walking in a worthy manner, an outward conduct, uh, which is not just legalistic flesh uh, energy, but from a conviction of the Spirit and the Word of God, prayerfully trusting God, and then acting out certain things. Praise God. That's what he's talking about. Amen? So, uh, you can see this. Necessary prayers to be offered. Let's look at uh, 2 Thessalonians 1, and you can see that this prayer is something you've been praying. Notice the 11th verse, he says, Wherefore also we pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power can see a prayer for these worthy walk uh, or worthy actions, you see, for the worthy actions. Verse 12, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, that's why we pray this prayer. That God would count us worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah of the calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Hallelujah. So maybe we can hear this prayer again in Canada also, 2 Thessalonians 1, 11 and 12.
1: Kigiruva the Navu Yava Galu Nimagoskara Pratane Madi Kareu Vike, Devaru Nimanu Yugirendu Yenisu Vanteut and our late and Tosha Vanu Matu Baladinda the Nambikea Karevanu Puresuva Hageu Bedikol Luteve Kigadere Nama Yesu Christana Krupeganu Saravagi Glory to God
0: Someone was telling me that because of the way things are uh, nowadays, lockdown, this, that, mask, whatsoever, uh, people are going to come out with something called revenge traveling, where they just travel just because they want to revenge for the times they were forcefully locked in. And that the world is preparing for revenge traveling, and so, um, you know, there's going to be lots of tourism. Because of revenge, people are just going to say, I want to go here, I want to go there. Well, you can also revenge and walk worthy of Jesus and just go preach to people, just lose completely and just go and talk to people and pray for them and so on. Revenge preaching, revenge living, hallelujah, amen. (laughs) So you can see there's a prayer there, God has not left us with demands, great demands with no solution. He's saying there's a prayer. You can pray these prayers. You can call out to me because what I like, what I want, he's saying, is I want works that are done from the spirit realm that are done by faith, that are done by grace, that are done by his energy. Praise God. Not your strength. So you see, it has to come that way. And therefore, as you study the scripture, you'll notice there his way is there. The way he does it, the way he expects it. And, you know, we should just go there and say, Lord, I thank you that you can count us worthy of your calling. That you can fulfill all the good pleasure of your goodness in our lives. You can do it. You can do the work of faith with power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, be glorified in each one of us. And we be glorified in him according to the grace of our God, not by my strength, not by our works that we have done, praise God, but his grace, his mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hmm. Powerful stuff. And so we are not just trying to pray certain things for the sake of Chumma praying. (laughs) No, just be praying, pray. It's because we want to actually be called like the Sardis church, be called... People that walked worthy, that he will know that your name is so and so, that you lived in Bangalore, that you walked worthy, you did not defile your garments. Praise God. And they will walk with him in white. Praise God. You can walk around here with white, 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 everywhere white, but can you walk with him in white? That's what we want. We want God to recognize us. We want God to honor us. We want the honor that comes from God alone. That's what Jesus talked about. Hallelujah. Do we seek the honor that comes from him alone? These things are based on that desire that the Lord Jesus gave us. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe we have uh, quoted that in Canada. Have we? Second Thessalonians. Amen. So, with that heart, with that desire, we want to go forward and handle the day properly and the hours that are given to us to use properly. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God that 1 John 1 9 is so powerful. Ha ha ha! Praise God. We were saying the other day that none of the people mentioned in the great cloud of witnesses uh, was perfect. Notice that but they had learned that you can go forward forgetting the things that are past because they had accepted his mercy and decided that they wanted to do what they were called to do. So the set pattern in which they conducted themselves is what he is recommending for us in Hebrews 12. Amen? Let's go there to start with again. Eleven kind of flowed into twelve. You could say eleven was a record of their works, what they did properly, what they did for him. Hallelujah. So the twelfth chapter now begins by saying, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, And let us run with patience or endurance the race that is set before us. Looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So that was where we sort of came to again and again that we are surrounded by a heavenly grandstand of people watching us these ones who have lived it out before our time are in heaven and they're watching us and cheering us on most likely not saying you know good for you ha 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 no they're saying praise god go for it jesus and getting excited that you are walking in that same path of righteousness, hallelujah, that you were created for. Naturally, we have to have correction. So there's a lot of correction spoken about, which was recalled from earlier years. So these Hebrews had forgotten that God corrects. God corrects those he loves. And so some of the verses you hear and some of the messages you hear sound so ah painful and uh, causing uh tremors and fear inside you and unpleasantness but it's correction for that time it is not uh lovely it's not something you want it sounds grievous but later on thank god for later on it produces that fruit hallelujah peaceable fruit of righteousness like a child who got a small beating and sat there quietly. And then later on, you see him laughing and enjoying his life. And you wonder, is that the same guy that I saw in the corner there? (laughs) But later on, you see him just laughing as if nothing happened. Praise God. So that's the treatment that we are going through. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, I'm going to jump along and see... Uh, Verse 12, Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down, and the feeble knees. Who should do that? We ourselves. Lift up the hands which hang down, and the feeble knees. Who has to do that? We have to do it. After the correction that is mentioned in the 11th verse, we now lift up the hands which hang down, and we put them in the right position, awe and worship to him, and the feeble knees, notice that, 13, and make straight paths for your feet. So we make our paths, notice that, straight. Hallelujah. And lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. So based on the correction and our adjustment to it, our response to it, Paths are cleared for us. Thank you, Jesus. So imagine a person who never accepts any correction. That's it. He's stuck right there. No path cleared for him. He just sees other paths. Unless correction is applied, you cannot make the path that was made for you, particularly, the path that you should run on. You'll just be running wherever you feel everybody's running. Are you getting that? So when correction is applied and received properly, one is able to make his own path that he was created for clear and put his feet there and run. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the correction aspect is very, 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 very vital, even though it's painful. And, uh, you know, I feel the pain and I know the pain. And sometimes it hurts me to just correct people, but... If you don't, you are also saying that you are mm, not connected to them. They are not really yours. You have no concern for them at all. And so in the earlier verses, he talks about if you don't receive correction, then you're illegitimate. You're not really his child. You're not honoring the role of his fatherhood in your life. You are saying that you are illegitimate. You're not my daddy. Leave me alone. You have no right to correct me. Leave me. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of depth in these things that are not just poetic and principle, etc. No, this is from the heart of a loving Heavenly Father who separated us from our mother's womb and called us by His will and appointed a plan for us that even if your mother passed on At childbirth, you were still removed and brought into his plan. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. All right. Let's see if we can read a a verse or two in Canada also and go forward. Verse 11 to 13. Let's see if we can read that. Hebrews 11. I mean, Hebrews 12. Eleven to
1: thirteen in Canada. Higiruva in the Jolu, Bid the Kaigalanu, Balahina, Wada, Monakalu, garanu Nitage, Madiri Yava, Shikshe, Adaru, Tatkalakes, and Toshakaravagi, tochade de Kruravagi, Tochuta de Adaru, Taruwaya, Adu, Shikshe, Hundi, the Varige, Samadana, vulla Nitia, Falavanu, Kudutade Nimma, Pada, garige Nitada, Darigalanu, Madiri. Higay Madi the Rekuntakalu, Uluki, hogade de Vasi, Aguadu.
0: Glory to God. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. God is faithful. As long as our heart is beating and we are breathing, we can adjust. Praise God. We can always come back in line and we can get on with the plan of God. Hallelujah. Verse 14 continues, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. It doesn't mean that you won't see him uh, or miss God, or you know, miss seeing Him like that. It means while you're living here, you won't perceive what God is trying to say. You don't perceive the Lord. He's not so real. So there's certain things we have to do, uh, live a certain way, have peace with people so that we can be more open to Him, be perceiving Him, understanding more of what He's planning to do in your life, etc. Praise God. Anyhow, let's go from there backward to Hebrews 11. Alright. Interesting. We were saying that for materials in your building which will be tested, very, very powerful. Fires are going to test the work that we do, and it must be built properly. It should be built with precious materials not cheap stuff that will just catch fire. And even if you use cheap materials and built with that, notice that you yourself are saved. Salvation is the foundation of your building, and you yourself are saved, but as by fire, as though you came through the fire. So you can say, as long as I get to heaven, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to really do what I I hear And so on. It's okay, you know, I can just live the way I want. It's my life and all of that. But guess what? Um, I believe that you will suffer loss, whoever that person is, because I'm not planning to do that. May God help us. There is loss, and you will feel uh, some effects as though you came out of a burning house. Praise God. And so it's not advisable. Thank God that you can make the choice. So as long as you're alive and breathing, you can make an adjustment by 1 John 1, nine, Confess your sins to Him. Confess that you messed up and you need a deeper adjustment from inside. You need the right kind of thoughts. You need the right scriptures. You need to live this thing properly. And He's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And guess What? you will not continue that sin anymore. Praise God, you can lay it aside, thank God, and run the race. And you can also remove weights from your life, which you have understood that it is a weight. I have this weight, I have this problem. It's not a blatant sin, but it is not helping me. It is hindering me. All things are lawful for me, but it is not profiting me. This thing has to go. Hallelujah. So this perception will come more and more you will perceive more and more this is not okay so as the more you mature the more you perceive these things quickly you can tell very interesting how the scriptures are conveying these thoughts let's read Hebrews 12 and notice in the Amplified from the 11th verse for the time being no discipline brings joy but seems grievous and painful but afterwards it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Notice a harvest of fruit which consists in righteousness, in conformity to God's will, in purpose, thought, and action, resulting in right living and right standing with God. So then, verse 12 continues, raise up and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands, but strengthen your feeble and pulsed and tottering knees. Hmm. And cut through and make firm and plain, verse 13 continues, smooth, straight paths. Notice, firm, plain, smooth, straight paths for your feet. Yes, And brackets, make them safe and upright and happy paths that go in the right direction, so that the lame and halting limbs may not be put out of joint, but rather may be cured. Hallelujah. So here we have a very interesting, clearer rendition of it. The more uh, versions you can study, the better. He says, smooth straight paths for your feet. Notice that in scripture so far, you may have realized that feet concern the walk of faith. And so our our faith walk is sometimes not so effective. Sometimes it is uh, kind of crippled even. (laughs) So it's about works that are done in faith, properly, in the mercy of God, from the grace of God, that you are calling out to Him in prayer, trusting that you'll be able to do it right. Works of faith with power. So they have to be uh, involved in your deep thoughts that even if I feel it or not, this is the path God is ministering, that I should choose this way, I should go in this way. And it may not be easy on the flesh. Uh, it may affect, you know, the way you are at that point, but you just have to go by faith. You know, they become precious because they are from like precious faith. Hallelujah. And because of the blood of the Lamb, it is precious. Let's go also and look at something uh Maybe we can hear
1: that in Canada um, again. Uh, that's Hebrews 12 and maybe the last verse we read. Praise Praise all. All. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
0: So we notice here that we are called to come boldly to the throne of grace, to obtain mercy, find grace to help in the time of need. And so it is the need that comes upon us. I I want to do the right thing. I need to do the right thing. And so I come for mercy and I come for grace. This need has come upon me, Lord, according to your word. I find I have a need to be able to do this. For which I need mercy, I need grace. Hallelujah. So those kind of works that are relying upon His strength, His mercy, His grace, is what He's talking about. First Peter 1 Peter 1.18 says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation or lifestyle, received by tradition from your fathers, notice that sometimes... We do things just to please our fathers and their traditions and society, but with the precious blood, notice verse 19, of Christ, as of the lamb without blemish, without spot, who verily was foreordained (laughs) before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. So you can see your name is there as long as you are alive on the planet right now. The blood was manifested for us right now. And so, because it is precious blood, guess what? The works are precious. So it is done in mercy. You're calling for mercy, the blood of the Lamb. And it is done in Jesus' name. You're praying, asking for His help, His ability, all things in His name. All of those thoughts begin to come. That's what makes it precious. You're not here trying to lift up your name. You're not here to try and make yourself a hero. You simply are submitting to the voice of He that knew you before time began and has a plan and a purpose. So, correction will be there, but thank God it is precious. It is precious. It is like the oil. That we should receive from the correction of the anointed one and his anointed praise God. Having a thought like that a little bit, let's see if we can examine now in Hebrews uh, eleven. Maybe we'll hear in Kannada verse 18 and 19 of first Peter chapter one. <laughs> God. So you notice that we are back in Hebrews 11, that is uh, believing that your name will be there one of these days, my name will be there also, that by faith we did certain things, <laughs> and God noticed them, Amen, and he knew them. So notice there in verse 3, he says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Hmm. Here he's talking about this age in which we live right now. God spoke it, this church age, and spoke the fact that you would be there at this time. It was all in his thinking, and so he knows all about it. And it was by his faith and his word that these things came to pass. Whatever you see right now, this age, that is good and beneficial came from Him. Hallelujah. All the benefits of this church age were spoken out by Him for us. And by faith, we can access them. Hallelujah. Notice, it flows down by faith. Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. So we want to choose what is more excellent, what is better. We're not looking for lesser. Amen. And so it has to be by faith by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaking. We were saying the other week that there is a testimony that God gives about us. That's what it's all about. He said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, hearing him. God wants to testify about each one of us I have not seen such great faith. Oh, woman, great is faith. Etc. He wants to testify about us. And this is part of that testimony that is being uh, written out in Hebrews 11. So the, the point is that God must testify and bear witness. We want it to be right in His sight. So we don't want to be cluttered up and make our path all uh, you know, hindered by just what our fleshly desires have. But we want to do what God wants us to do, praise God, because he must bear witness, testimony. Notice, he trusted God and so forth. He being dead yet speaketh small thought as you pass by. This brother was killed by his own brother, but he believed God, didn't he believe God? Was he a faith man? Yes, he was. Some people, You know, in the will of God, they just go on. It was the will of God. What do you think? Something to think about. Verse five. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Notice again, testimony. God is bearing witness. God is testifying that i'm pleased i'm pleased it's all about pleasing him isn't it praise god without faith it is impossible to please Him. the sixth verse continues here we go what do i know about it what i'm understanding right now what i'm listening to right now must draw me towards believing god that He is real he's watching he knows my name he has a plan for me and i should by faith step out and make that path more and more clear and smooth and straight so that I can walk in it joyfully. Hallelujah. It has to come from all of that desire that you want to please Him and you want Him to bear testimony and witness. Amen. So Sometimes you have to suffer for doing the right thing. Let's go over there if we can in First Peter 3 and observe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 17 says, For it is better if the will of God be, if the will of God be so, that you suffer for well-doing than for evil doing. Sometimes it is the will of God. It's not always the will of God that you just keep suffering for Him. Praise God, you know, and we're not talking about just going to church or giving tithes or, you know, helping believers. That's not... The type I'm talking about. That is normal. That's life. You are pursuing peace with all men. You are walking in love. You are, you know, believing God. Here is about actual sufferings where, for the gospel, you are in chains and you are, you know, being harassed and threatened and tortured, etc. That's what he was talking about. Verse 18 For Christ also has once suffered for us, the just for the unjust. That He might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also He went. Can you see that? So, there is a suffering like that, where some people seem to be able to receive that. That's the will of God for them. They are constantly hounded, harangued, harassed, and God knows them. He knows them well, and He knows you, what you can bear, and, uh, you know, the will for you, praise God. So it was strange, but the will of God for you know, that family, Cain and Abel, was that one brother should actually kill the other, and they're just the beginning, that it actually happened. How else can you look at it? He was a believer. So sometimes believers are killed for their faith. And in the New Covenant, we are called to love our brother, otherwise we are murderers. The next person that you talk about there, as you keep reading, is Enoch, who was delivered while in the body he was translated. So he bypasses death. The first one is dead, second one bypasses death. Then you read about Noah, and everybody else dies, and he and his family are saved. You see, so you can see that there is a Protection, there is a mercy for those who live by faith. And if it is God's will that you have to suffer for the sake of your faith, please God, you embrace it. Hallelujah. You don't uh, cry about it. You, you go to God and, hey, we're going home. This is not our home. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm not saying that you should prepare to be killed. But I'm just saying that you know, for some it's, it's like that. God is a faithful God. And they would gladly give their lives like that. Praise God. Now let's focus a little bit on um, Enoch. Is this hard stuff? Yeah, it is. It's a little bit hard. You know, thank God for his mercy. But um, I don't know about you. I I want to live. (laughs) I want to live for God. I don't want to just die for him. Amen. And we live by faith, not by sight. Amen. So back in Hebrews 11, and let's hear um, on 1st Peter 3, I think 17 in Canada also so. <inaudible> Glory to God. I believe that's the right verse. Amen. So you observe here in verse 5, by faith, Hebrews 11, Enoch was translated. And he should not see death and he was not found because god had translated him but before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased god so there's the testimony um, you could see if you read his life story which is just a few lines in genesis and we'll go there five it says there notice um, enoch walked with god that is verse 22 But prior to that, 21 says, Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. So you could also say that at a certain point in his life, he was aware that there is a God who is very personal, who loves him, who is concerned about him, and he needs to please that God. And the only way to please him is to please him by faith. So maybe for sixty-five years, maybe, he did not live in that way. But after 65, it came clearer to him and he decided to start living in a certain way. It's a decision all of us make. We decide to go in that path that he created us for. You can live anyhow you want to, but you can one day decide, I want to do the right thing. I want to go in the path that I was created for before time began. I don't want to be uh, unwise. I want to discern the will of the Lord. There's a decision. And so at some point, he decided, after 65, and Enoch walked with God. What a powerful statement. I mean, he walked every day, conscious of God, walking with him. And so, if you remember, we opened up in Revelation 3, with Jesus walking with certain people. They shall walk with me, uh, you know, in heaven, on those streets, etc. You know, and so you walk with him here and then you walk with him there. Isn't that cool? Let's do it right. Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah. So Methuselah was instrumental in that walk. Only after Methuselah was born, and incidentally, his name means when that happens, then it shall fall, or when he comes, it shall fall, etc. All alluding to the flood of Noah that there's going to be a flood coming. Praise God. Can you imagine that? Him alluding to the flood. And so, with that name, he understood that the whole of the earth was going to be submerged, and uh, that would be a a type and a symbol of what's going to happen eventually, where God will rescue his own through that ark. Praise God. And um, Methuselah lived for... 969, which is the number of my vehicles plate right now. So I think I, I live in that kind of time, 969. <laughs> and so 300 and years, and then he begat sons and daughters, and all his days were 365. Let's go pick up something that he also saw. Let's go to the book of Jude. Jude chapter 1. Hallelujah. Notice verse 14. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these things, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment. Whatever you see out there is nothing right now. I mean, judgment's <laughs> coming. To execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have done ungodly committed and of all the hard speeches which the ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Notice all these things are detailed out there. These are murmurers, complainers walking after their own lusts, their mouths speaking great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But you, beloved, so that's not you. That's the world and those who are ridiculing him. But we are picking up things and saying, I won't do this. I won't do that. I won't be like that. I won't let that rub onto me. I will not scoff about the word of God. I will not stand against God's will. Amen? But you, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles and our Lord Jesus Christ. Can you see how we're going back to that cloud again? What did they say? How did they live? We remember the words. It's given to us in word form. So we have a race to run. We have a path to accomplish. We have to finish a certain job and we must be pressing toward that right now, particularly now. And so Enoch saw certain things as he walked with God, prophesied them, spoke them out. And this is our time now. The things he talked about were about the age that is coming after the church age, they will gather against the Lord, against His anointed, He will totally deal with them in wrath, finish them out. It's going to be interesting. Um, That is the, the second coming, not the rapture. That's what he was talking about then. Jude, notice, but you beloved, how do we do it now? Remember the words, the word of God that walk of faith, how that they told you they should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. That will be there. Don't be moved by that. Don't you copy them. But you, beloved, again. See, so he's referring to the atmosphere out there, how they'll be contrary to the word, contrary to this life that we're supposed to live, and they'll be like, why don't you join us? But you be careful, don't fall for it. 20, what should you do? But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. This is a time to pray in the Spirit like never before. Gorge yourself in the things of the Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God. The love of God makes it precious, the blood of the Lamb makes it precious. Faith works by love, like precious faith. The nature of God in Jesus name. Keep yourselves there. There are boundaries in that blood. Don't cross that boundary. Stay there. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy. See the blood, the mercy, it makes it precious. It's precious blood. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And then he continues talking about having compassion. You must pity people when you see all these things going on. Be moved by compassion pray for them. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what's coming up. They don't know that Jesus is coming to take us home. Move with compassion. Reaching out, pulling people out of the fire. Hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. So you are here trying to make sure that flesh does not overwhelm you, overtake you, that your compassion is still there. You're not hard-hearted. You're not saying, ah, who cares about them? Praise God. Now, unto Him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before His presence with glory and with exceeding joy. Notice that we are looking to Him. Hallelujah. It's not our strength. As we pray in the Holy Ghost, as we trust Him, as we look to Him, thank God. Hallelujah. The strength. And power of praying in the Holy Ghost, walking in love, staying in the mercy, staying in the compassion of God, keeping yourself at peace with one another, even though there is correction, we must not get hardened. And uh, it is painful, and it hurts, and it will make you stay awake and wonder about things. But it is going to yield profit. It is going to help our walk. It's going to help us do it right. And, you know, thank God for the will of God. I believe that you and I will go home with Jesus and be glorified. I don't think any of us are going to be cut off before that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's look to the Lord in prayer and consider these things. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless our prayer and our efforts in these last days. Lord, we bless you. We praise you. We worship you. You're a faithful God. Thank you for what you have done, what you have said to us through your word. Thank you for the Spirit of God. Thank you for times of prayer. Hallelujah. We sense the presence and the reality of God and our prayer lives are going to be changed. There is going to be a testimony from heaven concerning us. That our faith is real. That it is an overcoming faith. And those that overcome will walk with Him. Hallelujah. May we use the overcoming faith on the earth, enjoy its benefits, and walk with Him. Hallelujah. In white, in glory, we give you praise and thanks, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We will receive the offering if you'd like to give right now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's quite odd if you are moved by our settings today, but the power... I went off and our generator was going through some maintenance. Anyway, you're blessed. Thank you, team. Thank you for all the effort. Amen.